0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Resident on Earth podcast, the podcast for the curious being who wants to learn and grow. I'm Jana Zokos, certified life coach, yoga instructor, nature lover, living a slow life in the English countryside. In this podcast, I want to bring in reflections, lessons and tools that have supported me and still do to help you live a courageous, authentic and fulfilled life. My hope is to plant tiny seeds of awareness so that we all might grow and evolve collectively. Thank you so much for being here with me. Let's get started. Hi, guys, welcome back or welcome to a new episode of the Resident on Earth podcast. How are you? Thank you, as always, for being here with me, for tuning in and listening. I am very, very grateful. Thank you. Today's topic is inspired by a conversation that I had with a neighbor. We went for a walk the other evening and we were talking about some potential projects, some wishes and some plans we have for the future. And personally, (laughs) I've been considering getting a dog. (laughs) I've never had a pet before, aside from a six-month stint last year when I looked after a friend's cat. And I thought it was just so good, it was fantastic, we had a great time and I came to the realization that my ideal situation would be to have both a cat and a dog. (laughs) I can't choose, so why not both then? (laughs) And I have have a feeling the dog might come first. For the time being, we're going to wait, it's not exactly the right time, but I can't wait. (laughs) I will let you know if something changes. Now returning to the conversation that I was having with my neighbor at some point she told me sometimes I struggle so much to make a decision oh my god I am so undecided and I focused on these words because I could very much relate and I'm sure most of us can relate and in the past I used to be quite indecisive and sometimes I still am and I was thinking, so why is it making decisions can be so difficult and time-consuming? And once we have gathered all the information we need, what stops us from making the decision? right? And this can be very small things to bigger, bigger decisions have a bigger impact on our lives. So when we have to make a decision, I believe we always know what we want. It's as if the decision has already been made deep within our minds. So we switch back and forth for various reasons, finding reasons to go down one path and then reconsidering, questioning and convincing ourselves to take another. And this process can go on indefinitely, weighing all the benefits and disadvantages. And so we can see nothing happens here. We are not making any progress. All of our thoughts and efforts put into making decisions are actually keeping us stuck in indecision. And being stuck can be extremely unpleasant, right? So what happens to us while we are experiencing these feelings? We are, when we are stuck in indecision, we are most likely also stuck in a stress cycle. The more we think, the more stressed we become. And the cycle can continue on and on. And what we really want is to feel stress and then break off this circuit. However, when we are undecided, we don't achieve this conclusion, right? So the stress cycle continues. And the longer we stay in the loop, the more difficult it will be to make a decision. The more stress we will feel and there's more confusion and so on. You see how this plays out, right? So this can have a broad impact on a person's life. And what I've learned from my own experience is that I have a choice, right? I can gather all the information I need to make a decision and then act on it. Because there is no such a thing, and I'm going to say it, as a right decision. Only after it is made, we know if it's actually the right decision. Our desire to make the right decision fuels our indecision, right? So, by the way, can we see the intelligence behind our uncertainty? What if, instead of wanting to get rid of it, of this uncertainty, we become curious about it? So, what if... I see a part of me that is unable to make a decision that is indecisive. And we actually understand why this happens. And what I can say is this part of me when I'm indecisive wants the best for me. Wants actually um, to make the best decision possible. But somehow this is also keeping me stuck. So you see how these two things are happening both at the same time. So everything we are experiencing is guided by a particular intelligence and every element carries intelligence. And even the unpleasant ones, even the ones that we've been taught not to experience, like in this case would be like being indecisive, which would come, which would bring this thought of, oh, if I was confident, I wouldn't be so indecisive, right? But what if actually being indecisive is uh, carries this intelligence, as I said earlier, of us wanting to do the right thing is a method, is a, um, is a way of protecting and we protect ourselves by trying to make the right decision and this right decision actually is not really there because it doesn't really exist. We will only know after it's taken. Does this make sense? And so by allowing myself to see this, to, this, to see this intelligence And to integrate it, I'm establishing a relationship of self-trust with myself. And eventually, this will help me come up with a solution. One of the pillars of my relationship with myself is self-trust. And I had to build that. And when it comes to making decisions, I have no idea whether my choice will be the correct one or the wrong one. And what I do know is that I will support myself regardless. So I believe in myself enough to believe that I can find a solution, whatever happens. So, for example, around this time last year, my partner and I decided to leave London, to move out of London. And as you might imagine, it wasn't a very easy decision, but we made it. Assured that if that wasn't the best decision, we could very well find a solution. We could do many different things we come back to london etc so there is a solution even if that would be that would have been the wrong decision so nothing is set in stone right and and shaming myself for getting it wrong will definitely not help i know sometimes can be hard (laughs) to admit a mistake but the sooner we admit that mistake the faster the the quicker we can get to a solution right so for example I we got um, when we got in the new place we got a new wardrobe um, to put in a living room and I must confess after a week I didn't like it (laughs) I didn't enjoy it so uh, I didn't like the the color anything the shape so anyway it didn't match with the rest of the room and we don't have we already sold this uh, wardrobe we sold it like a couple of weeks ago I feel very happy, but it took a year to actually get rid of it. It took a whole year because I had to um, think about that. I had to like, admit to myself, oh, actually, that was the wrong decision. And I have to voice it now. I have to share that with my partner and say, you know what? I don't really like it. What do you think? What are your thoughts? Do you like it? <laughs> what about if we sell it? So, so you see, this also applies to smaller things like you know, getting a new piece of furniture, in your house, and after a few months admitting that, you know what, it doesn't work, we need to get rid of it, let's resell it, etc. And also, another thing that happens, uh, there are times when we want the advice of others in the hope that they will simply make a decision for us. That being said, all this does is transfer responsibility to the other person. So when we do this, it's usually because we don't want to be held responsible for the decision. I'll give an example. Let's say you're having doubts about your romantic relationship and you ask a friend advice and the friend says, yes, you should leave. And then you leave your partner You decide to listen, you decide to leave your partner, but later you regret that. And so you might blame your friend or your sister or whoever told you to actually leave your partner. So you see how actually we don't take responsibility for our actions because someone else has told me, has suggested me, has advised me to do that, right? So we can ask advice, of course. And once we have the advice, we have the information, we make the decision in the end of the day. We make the decision. So we are actually responsible for our decision and the consequences that come with that. And one more thing that happens when attempting to make a decision is thinking or saying, like, I don't know what to do. And this can make us experience a sense of paralysis. The longer you let your paralysis stay, the harder it feels to get moving. So when this occurs, we can begin by making one decision. Any decision, it doesn't matter which one, just get something moving. Decide the next right step, don't think of all the rest. Think of a ladder and you're just climbing one step, don't worry about the rest of the ladder, right? So decide the next step, not your entire future. Keep it small. And in times like this, even going for a walk can be beneficial because the physical act of moving your body forward through space can help massively your mind in moving forward. Walking, running, cycling, swimming, these are all excellent options for this type of activity. Even myself, when I feel overwhelmed, my go-to is going for a walk. I put on my shoes and I get out of the house. I walk, I take a nice walk, sometimes long, sometimes short, it doesn't matter, as long as it's enough. And I come back and I already look at the things with a different perspective. And I feel like everything is way more manageable than I thought of before the walk. And of course, there will be times, as I said earlier, when you need to make a different decision and change your course. But that's not a big deal. As long as you're kind to yourself and don't make it mean anything bad about yourself, which you're not going to do, are you? (laughs) I'm thinking things like, oh, I always make their own decisions and so on, so on. You don't want your mind to wander there. I also want to emphasize that you don't have to be completely convinced of something in order to make a decision. If you want to be certain, it will be way more difficult to make a decision, right? I guess we all experience that. How many times have you done something mm, scary where you weren't convinced 100% and you're like, okay, I'm going to do it anyway? So, you know, one of the things that I want to say is let, let it be a mess. Perfectionism is a theme that lays around during decision-making. And my mantra is messy and done is better than ever starting. is better than not done. Things rarely turn out the way we think they will. For the better and for the worse. And yes, this is it for today. I I hope you find this helpful. And thank you very much for listening, for tuning in. If you liked it, please share it with a friend. This helps me so, so much. And thank you very much for being here with me. And as always, have a good week. And remember to trust yourself, love yourself and speak kindly to yourself.